This is our parking. Uh, this is going to be episode one of several older episodes. I'm going to call them the Lost episodes. Uh, these are episodes that were recorded over the course of the duration of us doing this show that, for whatever reason, uh, weren't edited and weren't aired. Uh, I do apologize sincerely to any of the artists who this may afflict. These will come out in no particular order, uh, which I think is maybe the fairest way to do it. Um, there's four or five of these. This will be episode one of the Lost Episodes. This episode is with brilliant science fiction author Tori Stubbs uh, out of Massachusetts. Tori is one of the only authors we've had on. She is probably the best author I've ever worked with. We used to be in a writing group together, which is how this interview sparked. I hope you enjoy the interview. I hope this finds everybody well. Um, this was recorded in my old apartment in Haverhill, Massachusetts. Enjoy. Thanks. Yeah, no, no, I did see the first one in theaters. I was... Where did I... I don't even... I could not even tell you where I saw it. I think it was in Methuen. But there's an equally good chance it was in, like, Cincinnati. Oh. I don't know. <laughs> Very different places. Both kind of crappy. Not. I wouldn't avoid it, but like I also wouldn't like go there. It's not like a place you just pop into. Like you go there with purpose, or you live there. I feel like it's like I've flown into Cincinnati many times in my life, and every time like they're like, "All right, and get out of the." You know, when you're on the airport, they're like, "You know, when we land, you know, this is where you go to get to your your next flight." And it's like. I'm the only one on this flight. This is where I'm ending. I'm stopping. <laughs> but I was... When Frozen came out, I was dating somebody who was really into, like, mo- like the Disney movies and that, and that stuff. So that's why I saw Frozen in theaters. That's cute. But she lived in... Uh, south of Cincinnati. So it was either there or here. I don't remember. So either she came to you or you went to her. To see Frozen, yeah. To see Frozen. Yeah. <laughs> and then we went home to our respective... Very expensive date. Yeah. Oh no. Yeah. That's. But then I bought the movie. And now I own a, like, a regular copy, a Blu ray copy, and a digital copy. I don't even have a Blu ray player. Wow. Yeah. You are committed. It was like a, it was like a bundle. <laughs> it was actually less expensive than just buying the DVDs. So okay. There we go. I, I have a friend who's been on this podcast, Andrew Shoemaker, who I stayed with in Chicago, like, when I was going on, when I was gone, like, a month ago or whatever. Yeah. Uh, and Andrew's a odd duck, <laughs> and he very proudly, because he found it, I think on Walmart.com, he bought like 
20 copies of this Stuart Little 3 movie bundle pack. Just in hopes that they'll, like, go up in value. <laughs> Why? Why that one? <laughs> because he's, he's, he's obsessed with Stuart Little. Oh. He loves the Stuart Little franchise. I don't remember why. Okay. There's a, a story behind it that he has told me, and I'm, I'm just not... You're fine either way. I, I don't remember exactly what it was, but he, yeah, he's obsessed with Stuart Little, and he found this, like, you buy all three movies on one disc or one case or whatever for even, like, five bucks a thing for it. So he spent $100, got 20 of them shipped to his house, and uh, when we were hanging out, he's like, I wonder... I wonder if they'll let me buy more. I'm like, why? Don't do that. I mean, I don't think they're going to stop him, but... I don't think they're going to go up in value. No. No one is seeking out the Stuart Little films, especially not, like, once you get to Stuart Little 3, I don't even think it's the same cast anymore. I don't even think I've seen Stuart Little 3. Me either. I didn't know know it existed until he told me, and I went, oh. (laughs) Oh, all right, well. There's no way Hugh Laurie's the dad for three movies. I mean, you could, you could do, have you ever seen that thing where someone went to their mom's house and replaced, like, all the movies with Adam Sandler's click? Like, the no, entire what? bottom shelf, that was the prank. The entire bottom shelf, and it's, like, an up-high shelf, so you can, it's right on eye level. Yeah. It's full of, like, I think it was, like, 36 copies of the movie Click with Adam Sandler. Wow. To see if their parents would notice. <laughs> they just kept putting one there every time they visit. And no, they at that point like no one had said anything. But I'm like, that's, that's so. That's such a wonderful prank. I know. And pretty inexpensive. You can get that movie like used really cheap. Yeah, it was not a good movie. No. no. It's not like it's not his worst. No, it wasn't great. No. <laughs> Saw it once. It was all right. I don't believe I ever revisited. <laughs> I don't plan to. I remember. First time I tried to watch that movie, I was at my aunt's house, and she put it on because she had just rented it, and we watched like forty-five minutes of it, and she was like, "I can't take this anymore," <laughs> and she took it out and she like put it in her bag, and I don't remember what we watched after that, but oh man, I remember she was like, "Absolutely not! Like this is not okay." <laughs> I was like, "Okay." I feel like for me, like growing up, like my mother doesn't like movies to begin with. So, like, that wouldn't have ever happened. But if if a movie was on and she just hated it, she would just, like... She wouldn't say, we're done with this. She would just leave and smoke cigarettes until the movie ended in a different room. Then come back. <laughs> <coughs> yeah. There are some, like, awful kids' movies that Sage likes to watch sometimes. And I'm like, I can't deal with this. Yeah, I I get that. I my sister is my younger sister is sixteen, and like I did this. I don't know if you did this, but like at a certain age, like you're like I wonder what happened to all this like obscure shit I had as a kid. Yes. And the other day when I saw her, I guess it was a couple weeks ago now, she was like, I want to find that booba that I used to have. And do you know, do you remember what a booba is? I do. Yeah, so for, so, oh, we're, I hit record. I, okay. Yeah, I figured that was good. So, um, there, so this is one hour parking. I'm Max Schultz. I'm joined with Tori Stubbs. I figured that's, there's no need to address you formally. No. No. 
Um, and unfortunately, normally you would hear, and I'm Ben Bunker, but I'm not. I'm still Max. And he's, well, it's his birthday. So to anybody listening, that's how immediately backed up I, we are on, on uh, kind of like the rejuvenation of this show. In real time, Ben is celebrating his birthday with Allison in Boston. When this airs, we will have forgotten Ben had a birthday recently. <laughs> uh, <laughs> not exactly true, but... Um, Ah, oh, damn it. I lost what I was talking about. Um, your sister was trying to find... Yeah, the Booba. So, uh, so Booba was this, like, Teletubby-inspired PBS show in, like, 2005, where there were just five Boobas, which were just, like, round, Humpty Dumpty-shaped, colorful speechless creatures that just said booba like you do like you do and it was really creepy <laughs> but my sister had i think a pink one that was like pretty big and it was awful <laughs> uh but she's she's now on a quest because we're all pretty sure it didn't get thrown away like it is somewhere in that house and now she's on a quest to find this booba I know my, um, my boyfriend, a couple, not last Christmas, but the year before, he, right before Christmas, it was like the week before, he saw a Facebook post that had like a My Pet Monster, which was something that he had when he was a kid. Yeah, I know what that is. So he posted it on Facebook, and then his mom bought him one for Christmas, like it was a week away. Wow. <laughs> and now it's like in our bedroom, but it has like the mechanics, so it's really hard if you like lay on it or step on it and it's it's interesting it's quite the little monster that's really weird wow i i th- my most recent one of those is I, and i love like weird shit but my sister the same sister uh went to a thrift shop with my mother and bought me the doug funny in a suit mcdonald's toy from doug the first movie in the packaging, and I was like, this is, this is awesome. <laughs> this is exactly what I wanted. I had no idea that I wanted this, and now I know. You were right to buy this McDonald's toy for me. I, um, for Valentine's Day, since Valentine's Day just happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I asked for a, it's like a blanket. But it looks like a tortilla. Oh. <laughs> because that's what I wanted. So then we had fajitas while I was wrapped in my tortilla. And it was like, it was a really weird moment. But I was really excited about it. Awesome. So now I can be a burrito. And it looks, it's like ridiculous. But it's like the coolest Valentine's gift. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad that that worked out. I don't, I thought people, I didn't think he was going to take me seriously when I asked for it, because, like... Yeah, it's weird. It's a really weird thing to ask for, and half the time I'm not serious, but I'm still excited about it. It was Good. Really fun. Good. Uh, we should make clear that you did not come dressed in a tortilla today. No, I did not, unfortunately. Yeah. I could have. You should have, really. I should have. <laughs> Tuesday, when I see you again, you, you should do that. Taco Tuesday. That would be hilarious. 
Especially if they don't know. <laughs> they're just not, they're not gonna know. They're gonna be like, why are you... To make you feel less alone, I can also dress up in my banana suit. <gasps> yes! Which I have at all times. That's something that I believe everybody should have a weird suit. I spent... I'm, I've probably told this story here before, but I spent years trying to find this specific banana suit that my radio station used to have, and then <laughs> someone stole it. Oh. And it was great. Roomy, didn't feel suffocated. It was the best <laughs> banana suit. I gave up, and one Halloween, just after Halloween, banana suits were like 20 bucks. And I went, well, that was the time. Yeah. It's shitty, but I wear it all. I've worn it every Halloween since for some occasion or another. That's so fantastic. I have like, I have those like feety pajamas, so I have, I guess, a couple suits. I have like a unicorn yeah. one. I have a kangaroo one, um, which is fun. That's a good one. Yeah, it has like a little baby I, in the pouch. The, the other one that somewhere still exists is... In high school, I was towed from Mario for Halloween for several years. For several years. (laughs) For several years, yes. Yes. Because what I didn't know when I bought the toad costume is the genius behind the toad costume is that it is a terrible costume. Because it's just the toad hat and, like, a very little blue vest. (laughs) The genius is... That unfortunately, if you wear the toad hat long enough, you get top-heavy. But it's basically just a pillow on your head. And if you take it off your head and flip it upside down, now you're (laughs) Aladdin. Oh. Which is not deliberate, but now you're Aladdin. So I was Aladdin (laughs) or toad, depending on what time of night it was, for years. There you go. Great. I can see that. You could could pull off an Aladdin. (coughs) Thanks. (laughs) I don't know if that's good or not, but... That's good. Why would you want to, like, any Disney prince that anyone calls you ever, I feel like is a good thing. I used to, like... I almost worked for one of those companies where they dress up like princesses and go to kids' birthday parties. Oh, man. I still have the costumes. Wow. Yeah. Was it one of those ones where, like, they didn't have the licensing, so you had to be, like, Almo and... So you had to be... And they, I, I would have been Elsa and Ariel, and they were the Little Mermaid. You, you could say that, and then the other one was the Snow Queen. Oh. You could technically be, <laughs> but um, no, that would have been really weird. Yeah, I have friends who've done similar things. Like, I know a bunch of people, or I, I have known a bunch of people who like march in the parades as, like. Have you ever been to, like, a Haverhill, like, Santa Parade or whatever? Yes. So you know how, like, most of the characters are, like, fucked up and creepy? Yes. Yeah, okay, so I've known people to be in the creepy, like, <laughs> fucked up 30-year-old gross costumes. Uh, and they're like, yeah, it's, it's, it, it, it's all right. It's, it's, it's kind of fun. I'm like, I've marched in this parade 12 times or something like that. Wow. I don't ever want to do it in a, in a costume that's probably, like older than me and a character that like is so withered you don't quite know what it is and even if it was in good shape the children do not know who these characters are a lot of the time no yeah no kids like i don't know if you've ever seen those like kids react shows yeah 
Um, but they had like kids try like different foods, and one of them was food from classic TV shows. And all the kids were like, I don't watch TV. Like, I watch Netflix. One kid was like, I watch anime on my phone. Does that count? <laughs> and they had, like, a Krabby Patty. And some of the kids were like, I don't know what this is. And I was like, how? That's so weird. a child and you don't know what SpongeBob is? That's so weird. I have, I have a friend who, oh, a year ago, finally got his kids to get into, like, Bugs Bunny reruns. Mm-hmm. He was beaming for like a month about how like just uh, how he felt like he was succeeding as a father it was it was great sage like stuff like that he he was really 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 into the original powerpuff girls series oh for a while wild <laughs> which was such a strange thing yeah for a little boy to be so excited about but then they they rebooted it i do that i remember that so that now, happening like, you can buy Powerpuff Girl-themed merchandise because they rebooted it. Yeah. Before that, I was like, I feel like he wanted stuff for Christmas, and I was like, I'm going to buy it on, like, eBay because this stuff is from, like, the 90s. Yeah, it's hard to find, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, when they rebooted it, um, some fast food chain, I don't remember which one, had, uh, probably had toys that you could buy, that, like, would come with Happy Meal or whatever. But because I'm, I'm a weird person, I know... That if you go to McDonald's, for example, and you don't want to buy a Happy Meal, but you want that toy, it'll cost you a dollar seven. Or it used to. I have no idea if that's still true. But for a long time, that <laughs> was true. So I bought a Mojo Jojo little figurine, uh, and then, and then I brought the thing around a few friends of mine, and uh, we dubbed him Diddle Me Jojo, because like the the thing that the little toy would do is his head would change colors. You have to hit a button that was like right where his genitals should be, and uh, clearly just not thought out well by the manufacturer. So we, we renamed him Diddle Me Jojo, and uh, that was the last powerful thing I ever owned. <laughs> no idea what happened to that. Probably still around. They, I think they made like another Powerpuff Girl. Like I haven't seen the show. Oh really? But from what I've heard, like there's a fourth one now. Which is weird. Well, they were just made in a lab, like... I mean, yeah, you could just make more, I guess. Yeah. But it's like, how would he know the ratio? Because he accidentally put the chemical X in. Well, like, that could be, like, the plot point is... Yeah, he, he doesn't, doesn't know the ratio. And he's just, like, <laughs> splicing stuff together and making, like, other humans that, like, some of them are good, some of them just aren't. Some of them might just be, like, just no powers, just, like, people. See, I, I actually... We can tie this in to writing because I actually right yeah we should we should this. circle for that. Then um, we get off the rails in the middle for a while. Where the I was like, okay, so if you create a person in a lab, like if you create a child in a lab, are you legally their guardian? If you create it, there's no uh, law there. Are you sure there's no law there? I'm pretty sure. I mean, oh, because yeah, you might be right. Now that you like you, that, you may that could be true. I don't know. I want to say that yes, you are their guardian, but yeah, I I don't totally know if, if you would be. Um, because they're not gonna have a birth certificate because they weren't birthed. Hmm. I don't even know if you can get them a social security number. So I was like thinking, I was like, what what 
what a story idea. I haven't done it, but like. So what you're saying is that that simultaneously in the background of Powerpuff Girls, what we don't see <laughs> is that the professor is just making fake IDs for these <laughs> girls. Yeah. I mean, he had to get them into school somehow. They go to school. <laughs> they go to school. I feel like in the 90s, though, like, I don't think this is true anymore, but <laughs> if you were a kid and you just showed up at school, that was fine. Like, they just would be like, oh, I guess you're in class now. And, like, I feel like it, it wouldn't have been questioned that much. Like, I feel like that yeah. happened sometimes. It's like, people would just kind of come and go. <laughs> <laughs> like that. We had a girl at my job who showed up for an interview that was never scheduled, and I had recently, like, I think it was, like, I can't remember where the article came out, but recently at that point, an article had just come out discussing, like, unique ways to get a job, and they were, like, just yeah. show up for an interview. They're, like, don't make an interview, just show up and trust that they're, like, the hecticness, the craziness, they're just going to believe that, like, someone just didn't tell them. Yeah. <laughs> so then you get the interview. And I'm pretty sure that's what that girl was trying to do. It did not work. <laughs> but. Oh. Yeah, it's just, that's what you do. You just show up and then you get things. That's, <laughs> I should do that. Yeah, just show up and pretend like you already have the job. Who does that? Pam does that in the office. She does. Yeah. It works for her. S- sort of twice. Does she do it twice? Well, like. Mm, she does it when, so, so when the microscope paper company starts, mm-hmm. she's not going to be a saleswoman, okay, she is, and then when they come back to Dr. Bifflin, like, eight episodes later, the only way that they do that is if she is a saleswoman, yeah. which she isn't, and Ryan is, and then she, just through being equally as bad at the job, but a sh- not a shitty person... <laughs> maintains that position until the end of the show. No, because she, she's a salesperson, but then she becomes the office manager. That's right. Yeah. And she orders all the supplies and stuff, and that's how she just she just lies to the new company. And she's like, yeah, no, like, they gave me this promotion, but I haven't gotten paid for it. Like, yeah. And it works. So I guess that's that's how you do it. That's true. She do does do jobs. that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. She's just that bad at Selling things. I wish I could convince my boss that, like, that was a thing, like... <laughs> no, you gave me a raise, remember? <laughs> it's a while ago. I haven't seen it in my picture. <laughs> oh, he wouldn't believe me for a second. <laughs> you could try. Uh, it wouldn't go over well. He's a good dude, but, like, he doesn't fuck around with money. Yeah. But anyways. Anyways. You're right. Tie back into writing. Or initially into writing. Um, so, we're here because Tori is a writer. And, yeah. So, <laughs> we met in my uh, creative writing class, like, eight months ago? Six months ago? I don't yeah, know. something like that. Sometime last year. Like September of last year. Yeah. Yeah. Probably. And uh, now we're in a writing group together with a couple other folks, mm-hmm. and um, Tori is one of, mm, I was going to code the number, and I, I can't do that, 
one of a handful, probably a couple handfuls of people I know who are published writers. Uh, that's kind of why I wanted to have you on and, and, and shoot the shit. Um, most recently, I think, you can you can find her art, her writing at uh, Daily Science Fiction, a story called The Human Spirit. Yes. Is that the most recent thing that people can find? Yeah. Unless you break into my email and read the things you sent me since then. Yeah, no, I, um, there's actually a couple on daily science fiction that you can find. There's The Human Spirit, there's Bubbled, and there's I Call It Love. Aw. Yeah. <laughs> um, those are, I really like working with daily science fiction, because they're, like, they're a really cool team, and I like what they do. Um, but then I have some other, other online magazines, and then I have one that's actually in an anthology. Wow. Um, so it's like a physical book, which is really cool. That's really cool. Uh, has my name on the back. It has a, like a bunch of people's names on the back, but one of them was mine. Wow. That's um, really cool. Thank you. That one, I, I would had a lot of trouble selling that because it's kind of a weird concept. It's a, it's a zombie story. Okay. But it's written. It's an essay um, from a seventh grader. Yeah, it's a seven, it's an essay from a seventh grade zombie on her trip to the human farm, and a lot of people did not understand that when they first read it. They were like, "What is going on here?" And I was like, hmm. "It's very satirical." But um, I like that concept. Yeah, it was really interesting because it's kind of like you got to take the concept, but also like. You gotta remember how you wrote essays in like seventh grade. It's yeah, not, I, like <laughs> poorly. That is how now. I wrote essays in seventh grade. Very, very poorly, uh, and, and without any fun. <laughs> I I was a brat in seventh grade. I refused. Like they wanted us to do the whole like they gave us this chart and they were like click your topic sentence here, then three details, then your next paragraph, topic sentence, three details. And I was like, I'm not doing this because this is the worst way to write an essay ever. Yeah. So I wouldn't do it. And then she kept giving me a bad grade because I didn't follow the assignment. And I was like, but this is better. And then one day I wrote two different papers. I wrote one the way she wanted it and one the way I wanted to do it. And I was like, which one is better? And she was like, okay. Yours is better, but this is what the school is looking for. <laughs> and I was satisfied with that, because at least okay. mine was better. <laughs> All right, that's fair. But at that point, like, I started trying to write in, like, seven, no, second grade. Oh, you were telling me this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 They weren't good stuff, but I tried. <laughs> that was my goal. Uh, wow. Yeah, I didn't, like, want to write anything notable until I was, like... Like, the idea of doing that didn't really even cross my mind until I was, like, probably 16. Like, it just wasn't a thought in my head. Yeah. Maybe 17, even. You know, I... I don't know. I feel like it's good, though, because I got most of my bad stuff out. (laughs) Like, super early. I still write bad stuff. So yeah, I, everybody does. I'm like, this is, like, literally the worst. But I keep it anyway, because you never know when you need a really bad story. Yeah, I <laughs> I think what I'm learning to do with fiction is... So, so I, should, I should address, too, part of why I like your writing a lot. And, like, I 
when, when we were in class like, the last semester, like, at, at first, like, you seemed... I don't know nervous about class is the right word, but, like, a little standoffish, it seemed, a lot. And I was like... I'm sorry. <laughs> no, 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 no. Like, I, I, I thought to myself... Honest to God, I thought to myself, like, very early on, I really enjoy her writing. Specifically how, like, you write very good fiction and in ways that, like, I can't fathom doing. Like, you can create whole universes, and I've recently been teaching myself, like, all right, how we're going to write fiction is just to have the world be the same with, like, an ultra-specific <laughs> change. Like, one super-specific thing. And that's what makes it, like, fiction or, or sci-fi or something. Yeah. But I was like, how can I, like, approach this person? Look, at the time, I didn't even know your name, really. And say, like, I really like what you do. I would like to read more of your writing and have it not seem creepy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that would have been creepy. I, like, I just wasn't sure. And then I was totally like, oh, all hope's lost. Because there was one day where you came to school... I don't even know what was going on. Um, it, it, you probably don't even remember this. If you do, you don't have to share it. I'm not asking that. But you were... Like, you, you left class, like, a few times. You like were just, like, out of it. You were very distraught. And after class, like, you and I left the room around the same hour. I said to you, like, hey, are you all right? And you were just, like, didn't... Like, you were just in your own zone, like... Oh. Like, oh, that's fine. I'm sorry. I <laughs> no, no, no. Not even you, you clearly were, like... Like, it was a bad day or something... Um, but I was like, that's fine. We don't ever have to be friends. Like, I can just admire her work from afar. That's fine. Uh, <laughs> I'm glad that didn't happen. <laughs> yeah. We are friends. Yeah, me too. Me too. I figured, like, if we're going to be friends, we're going to be friends. If not, that's fine. <laughs> we'll both be okay. Um, but no, but your writing is, is, is tremendous. And, like... Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. Like, I feel like in that class or, like, in any, like, whenever you were, like, a bunch of writing... Like, most people, I think, were in, like, the same place, and then, like, some people were, were, were behind everybody else, and, like, you and, like, a couple other people in that room were like, wow, why are you here? <laughs> <laughs> that was how I looked at that class, was, like, there were, you and a couple of other people were just, like, way above the rest of us, it felt like. I don't know. I feel like, like, I took that class because I wanted that, I really wanted, like, the peer review thing. Same. And I didn't even anticipate doing that like i didn't realize totally that's what we were gonna do when i signed up for the class yeah um i took it mostly because i was like well i write constantly you can always get better at a thing yeah and then i went in and went oh i'm not gonna be allowed to write any of what i normally write here yeah oh no and then i i'm now taking like the much more specific version of that same class going <laughs> this is so shitty like it's, it's a good class it, it don't be wrong but it's just i don't write fiction i at all ever <laughs> i'm just forcing myself to like invent things like <laughs> i don't know yeah. i always like i always have ideas just because i text them to myself right like sometimes in the middle of the night and i wake up and i'm like i don't know what this means but like generally my ideas come from, like, a what-if scenario, right? Like, I'm yeah. like, okay, this is how it is, and then I'm like, but what if it wasn't? Like, the, actually, the the essay one, I had recently read The True Meaning of Smack Day, which, if you haven't read it, you should, because it's really, okay. really good. But it's actually, the it's a kid's book, um, and it's the book that 
the movie Home was based on. The movie Home? Very loosely based on. I don't know that movie. movie. It's like... What was the name of the movie? Uh, the True Meaning of Smack Day. <laughs> but um, the whole that whole book is like an essay um, for like a class. Or it's written as if it's going to be in hmm. the beginning. And then in the middle you like completely forget that it's supposed to be an essay. Oh, man. But um, it was really good. And then I was like, I liked that idea about like a, a child writing a essay about something that like you don't get but like in their world it's like totally a normal thing and i was like zombies obviously because zombies are really cool yeah originally i was gonna write it as like a child in their interaction with the zombie apocalypse and then i was like but what if instead of all that actually smarter than us (laughs) i like that because there's no proof that they wouldn't be no i got an art not an argument but like my geology teacher the other day was talking to us about how, one, he's convinced that there's extraterrestrial life and is just hoping that we fi- figure it out in his lifetime. He wants to be alive to see it. And he's talking about this and, like, what it logically would have to be. And, and then I said to him, like, why? Like, no. Like, I don't know science. That, that the Like, the worst field of study I have is, is any of the sciences. Like, I'm just, uh, for, well, except for, like, a few very specific things. But I, I'm, I'm very bad at studying science always have been but I said to him like okay if if we've never found this thing why couldn't it just be literally anything yeah like you're looking for like carbon based organisms like no they, they don't ha- there's no reason they would have to be no it could be anything <laughs> and he's like well yeah but and I'm like no like really like we don't know yeah and he's like and eventually I got him to be like yeah but I, I, yeah, I know, I, I, yeah, you're right, zombies could totally just be smarter than us, I... No, humans are just, like, humans in themselves are such, like, we're such self-centered beings. Oh, yeah. That we think that everything else needs to be modeled after us, and everything needs to be, like, make sense to us. Right, right, right. It doesn't have to. No. Like, it could just be, like, conscious balls of gas that just float around. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We would have no clue. Like, maybe we're just not advanced enough, and that's why no one has come here. They're like, I mean, wait a couple million years, maybe they'll get there, and then we'll, we'll talk. Yeah, well, it's like, I forget who's joking, but it's like, aliens have probably been here, they looked down and went, fuck that, and then they left. <laughs> I, so I wrote a story when I was homeschooled, because um, my mom, I was trying to, I was trying to be a smartass, um, and my sure. mom was like, Right, because we were studying, like, how the universe began, and I was like, but what if it didn't happen with the Big Bang? Like, what if it didn't? She was like, I don't know. She was like, <laughs> I was like, like, what What else could it be? Like, how do we know? And she was like, I, I don't know, Tori. And she was like, you know what? You, you can do, like, she was like, you figure it out. She was like, how, you, you can write down, like, different ways the universe could begin. So I wrote a story about two aliens who came down to check and see if there was life on Earth, and there wasn't. It was all lava and everything. Um, and the way that <laughs> the way that life began on Earth was one of the aliens wasn't even supposed to be there. Like, he was the other alien's brother, and he, he was yeah. irresponsible. He peed 
on Earth, and that's how the DNA that created literally everything started. Yep, that's. I like that. And my mom was like, Tori, and I was like, I mean, you can't prove it didn't happen. (laughs) I, I, I remember being in I don't a young grade, and like I'll preface the story by saying like. I do not believe in, like, the Adam and Eve story. I don't think that that is how life happened. <laughs> Our human life happened at all. Like, at, at no part of me believes that. But just because I was, like, had that thought that you think at, at an age where I went, just blurt things out. Yeah. We're t- t- in school. We're going over, the, like, the theory of evolution. And I went, why doesn't it still happen? It, w- it does, just slow. It's like, yeah, but... If apes evolved to humans, why are there, like, no middle ape human people? <laughs> like, that, there would be. And they're like, no, but I don't, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I was like, I, I, I think your theory is correct. I'm not arguing that evolution not, 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 not like, a proven, like, not a good concept. Like, that, that's definitely the most likely scenario. However, like, there's a gap of, of logic here in the middle. Yeah. And I, I was in, like, third grade, and they were just, like, pissed off that, like, fuck this kid. Like, what? Well, uh. <laughs> Have you seen those theories that rather than humans evolving from apes, we evolved from mermaids? <laughs> no, but I'm it's in. fantastic. They were like, that's why you never see mermaids anymore, first of all. And I'm like, didn't realize you saw mermaids in the first place. I... <laughs> I didn't realize some mermaids in the first place. But they're like from all the ancient mermaid texts. <laughs> obviously, duh. They're like like all the skeletons are at the bottom of the sea. That's why you don't see them. So <laughs> they said that because some people have like webbed fingers and like apes don't have that, and they had like all these different reasons. Like you know how if you're born that's awesome underwater. Until you take your first breath, like, you're fine. Yeah. You're, like, you can just stay there, and you're, you're good. Until you take your first breath. That's a, that's a science fiction story right there. Like, there you, you just don't let them surface. <laughs> I think you still need the umbilical cord, though. Do you? If you could get food to this baby otherwise, probably not. That's true. You just have, like, a tube that goes to the stomach. Um, they were like, that's another reason, like, obviously... <laughs> We evolved from mermaids, and not from apes. And I I think a good a fun idea would be to like take that a step further, and be like, and write like the opposite theory. Like it, we're, it's we're not evolving to become mermaids. No, 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 no. Like we didn't evolve from mermaids. We we de-evolved from mermaids. Yeah. Like we were mermaids, then we became humans. Next, we will be apes. And, and, and go back. There you go. <laughs> that theory. And then we'll have ape mermaids. That's cool. Yeah. It's going to be... It's going to be weird. I'd be into that. It's going to be a fun time. <laughs> a weird time. I Definitely an anime already about this. I have never heard of it, but this sounds like a... <laughs> my... The, weird little thing. The only reason I know about this is because my grandmother... Believes like, it? We went to her house one day, and she was like, oh my god, Tori, you gotta watch this documentary. So we watched this documentary, and it's that's what it's about. And it's about, like, these people that went to find mermaids, and they found a mermaid. 
And oh, I was man. like, oh my gosh, Grandma, like, no. And she was like, no, Tori, like, this makes sense. <laughs> and she's like, she works in a medical profession. Like, she should know these things. But she was so excited at the concept of us evolving from mermaids. <laughs> I, oh, man. <laughs> I, I'm going to sound like an old person here because I'm, I'm, I'm 99. I'm sure this doesn't apply to you. Do you ever watch Frasier? I've seen it, but not regularly. All right. I, it is one of my favorite shows of all time. I've seen <laughs> all 11 seasons through several times. But there's an episode, I saw it last night, it's early in the run, where Frasier and, and, and the gang are endorsing a politician for something. Mm-hmm. And then like right before they're supposed to like shoot a video endorsing this guy, he says to Frasier, like in, in confidence, like, I was abducted by aliens. <laughs> and then the, the problem with the episode is Frazier's like, I, how can I back this guy? What do I do? And the whole thing's about like, maybe he's a loon and then, then trying to like justify like, it was an isolated incident. He's a stressed out guy. Like he needs professional help, but like, he's probably fine. Yeah. He needs help, but we'll endorse him that this shouldn't ruin his, his cause here. <laughs> and then the last thing of the episode is, <laughs> you're led to believe Frazier's abducted by aliens. <laughs> And this never comes back up in the in, in the series ever. It's never readdressed. But it's like I love that idea. Like I think it's a thing in like The Simpsons where like Santa Claus is just real. Like, that's just like a thing in the show. And in a lot of shows, Santa Claus is just like real. Yeah. I I, I love the idea of that. So the idea of the mermaids just being fine. Okay. Yeah. Okay, I'm I'm looking forward to finding out like when we're older, because like I know, you know it's gonna happen. Like whatever like the, the the things that we do now as normal or we don't do because we think are bad later, they're gonna be like, what the fuck were we thinking? Like <laughs> we let people drink coffee or whatever. Like that's crazy. Like the smoking. Yeah, like now, smoking yeah. to now to like the fifties. Yeah, like I'm excited to be like to look back and be like I have to do this thing that we now look at as terrible, <laughs> eight times a day. Yeah, no, that's going to be... It will be interesting. Um, oh, I was going to say something. Oh, I love when people... I love talking to people who actually, like, will tell you the story of when they were abduct, abducted by aliens. Like, it's so exciting. I, yeah. Like, I've learned to be very careful with that. Because I'm like, you can't doubt them or else they won't tell you. So I have to be like... <laughs> Every time I hear those stories, which, like, it isn't all that often, but, like, just because of, like, a part of me has to believe them, because I will never be able to disprove them, ever. Exactly. I will never be able to prove this wrong. So, like, 10% of me, every time, is like, oh, this is right exactly what happened. 10% of me thinks... This is, you had a traumatic experience last night. This is exactly what you did. <laughs> you were there for a thousand years, and then you came back, and it was just tomorrow. That would suck. Yeah. I have one friend I haven't seen in a long time, but I'm going to, like, really try to, like, not make it clear who this is. You don't know them, but, like, listeners would. Um, 
this person's a woman, and years ago, she told me that she'd been abducted by aliens. She told me and, and, and another friend of ours. <laughs> and then insisted that was all I could know about it because whatever it was that happened, men aren't supposed to know about. So she told my friend who was a woman in detail about this. I still have no idea what it was. But whatever she did to my friend, my friend was like, yeah, no, you, you, we can't tell the story to men. Oh. That seems a little bit backwards. It was interesting. It was interesting. It was like, I don't... That's, okay, that's fine. <laughs> I don't need to know your story. But it was, yeah, it was, it was weird. It, but it was like, it was like... It was like the most serious part of it was like, no, 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 men can't know. No, 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 no. You, no. No, you can't. You can't know. Okay. You just never know. So I never found out. That's wild. It was. It was fun. Not fun, <laughs> but it was. Yeah, it, it was kind of fun. But I know that, that person, like to this day, like one thousand percent believes whatever that story is. Yeah. I mean, it could have happened, and you, like she could have undeniable proof, but she can't tell you. Right. Right. So. <laughs> as far as I know, all women in the world are just like. On board with this story, like she's a hero, but men just are all, all men are just completely in the dark. You know the story, but you're just lying <laughs> yeah, that's, to me. That's what's going on. Right? Yeah. I know exactly what you're. Yeah, you know exactly about. what I'm talking. You never met this person. You probably never will. They don't live anywhere near here, uh, at all. But know exactly what I'm talking about. Like it's <laughs> there have been books published about this. It's 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 a big it's a phenomenon. The books, like, if you open, if you, like, are a man and you open just it Just a up, blank journal. Like, it's just blank. Yeah. That, you know what would be interesting, though? This would totally blow up the whole thing, is transgender people, like, start out as a female, and then you transition. You're still, do you just forget? Yeah, like, the argument is, like, you, you, you always, like, mentally are one or the other. Yeah, that's true. But it could also be... gender fluid people? It, it I, I, I would think... And I'm making a joke, so I hope that this isn't, like, <laughs> insensitive to anybody. I don't think it is. But it'd be, like, a fairly odd parrot scenario where, like, you know until you just forget everything. That makes sense. That's how I imagine happening. I... Yeah, that, that, that would be it. That makes sense. Even though I do understand that, like, if all of this is true, there is no need that magic would also be true. Like, they have nothing to do with each other at all. How do you know? Fair. They might. They might. Maybe all of this is just going on in the background. We're just unaware. So I, I've told you about my son before. He, you have. He for a while, like last year, for like months, he kept saying that he wanted to be a girl. Okay. And I was kind of like, I just didn't really talk to him about it. And then one day, finally, I was like, Sage, like, why do you say that? Why would you want to be a girl? And he was like, Mama, listen. You can't punch girls, so I would never get punched. And I was like, "That's that's it? That's your reason?" He was like, "Yeah, I just don't want to get punched." And I was like, "Sage, first of all, like you shouldn't punch anybody, but like there's nothing preventing you from punching girls. Like it doesn't. There's no like physical force that you can't do it." I was like, "It's just like you shouldn't punch anyone ever." Yeah. And I was like, "Like that doesn't make sense." I was like, "They can still get punched," and he was like. And I was like, yes. And he was like, oh. oh. <laughs> he was so upset. 
because he had this in his head. He was like, this theory that obviously I become a girl. That's I great. Oh, I love that. Oh, that's <laughs> that was, awesome. That was his only reason. I love that. <laughs> yeah. He comes up with some weird, some weird situations that I have to get myself out of. That's awesome. He asked me once if he was God. And I was like, no. <laughs> I've never heard of a child doing that. That's wonderful. He asked me if he was God. He was like, Mama, I have a question. And I was like, what's up, bud? And it, it wasn't even, like, God. He goes, am I a God? And I was like, no. <laughs> Why would you ask that? And he was like, well, last night, that freaking ghost asked me if I was a god. And I was like, I don't know. I gotta ask my mom. <laughs> and I was like, what? That freaking ghost. That freaking ghost. He said that too. And I was like, what ghost? What does this mean? And he was watching. So then we figured out he was watching Ghostbusters. So there's that scene at the end where the lady ghost asks if the Ghostbuster is a god. Or she an angel. Okay. Or a demon. I don't know. It's Whatever. I don't remember. So I think that's where he got it from. But I was just like, I was like, this is, I was not prepared for this question. <laughs> that's, that's phenomenal. I, I'm, I, I've been very vocal about this my whole life because it brings me joy. But one of my favorite things in the world is anybody under the age of like seven, six or seven. Seven's pushing it. Seven's a little old. But anybody under the age of like six or seven swearing with conviction is one of my favorite things. Even if they're swearing at me. If a, if a four-year-old calls me an asshole and knows what they're saying, it'll make my month. Like, I, I, I love that. It just, it's just hilarious to me. It's, it, it's up there with, like, elderly racism, but they aren't racist. They just don't understand terminology. Like, both of those things to me are equally just hilarious. But this... This might take the cake for me. Like, <laughs> he's how, he's with five. Yeah, he's five. He was four at the time. Four at the time. So a four-year-old asking the question, "Am I a god?" Knowing, I think what it means. Yeah, he knew what it meant, and I was like, "No, like I, no." That is so wonderful. I'm, oh, that's great. You're gonna meet him. He's like the weirdest kid. Like one day. Yeah. La- it was last year. Also, he came home from school. And he told me about this nut he found at the playground. Now, his school is nut-free, because all schools Okay, that answered my question. Never mind. Um, so it was a nut that came from a tree. Okay. And he said he, du- he like, dug it up. He dug it up from underground. And I was like, oh, like, that's cool. And he was like, so... And he listed two friends that he has at school. And he was like, and they then tried it. And I was like, they ate the nut? And he was like, yeah. I was like, Sage, you can't feed kids nuts. Like, you can't do that. And I was like, did you eat the nut? He was like, Mama, I dug it up from underground. Like, <laughs> and I was like, like, he was smart enough to know that he shouldn't eat it. But he was also, like, charismatic enough to tell his friends that they should. And they did. Oh, that's wonderful. And I was like, I don't know what to do about this. That's the best. My, one of my good, that's not two of my good friends. I'm friends with both of this child's parents. Um, this, this, this six-year-old I know, that, that's how I'll address that. (laughs) That sounds so creepy. It's not, I know it doesn't, and I, I didn't mean for it to at all. Um, I'm very close to her parents. Um, but so 
her mother was, her mother had her in the back seat, and then she came into my ward and she was like, in back seat, you just go, like, poke your head in there and, and just, like, keep her company for 10 minutes until, like, I get back. I'm like, yeah. I'm sure. So I go outside, we're, we're talking, we're talking. And, uh, and, like, you can only shoot the shit with the six year for so long. Yeah. And, I, and like, it, it occurred to me, like, oh, she coughs or sneezes or something. And I was like, oh, that's right, you're, you're, you're sick. How, are, are you feeling better or whatever? She goes, I'm not sick. Who told you I was sick? And I was like, oh, your dad told me. He, she goes, that guy, he's a jokester. I'm not sick. Why would he lie like that? No idea why she's trying to defend not being sick. But look, that guy's a jokester. Yeah. It's awesome. Obviously, he's a jokester. Kids are kids are funny. Oh, they're great. He like he makes puns now, and I'm like I don't I wasn't I wasn't expecting this until you're older. I I have two of my coworkers have, have how old are they? One of them one of my managers has a five year old son, and then one of my other coworkers has a four year old son. I, no, he's heavily older than that. I think he's in first grade. How old are you in first grade? Six, seven. Like seven, maybe seven. I don't know, but they both. I, I like these kids a lot. Like I, I'm one of the go-to people at work who like entertains them or whatever. Like great kids, but like they don't understand that like it would be weird for like the two of us to just hang out. <laughs> but like multiple times I've been like, oh, are you gonna come over later? Like, can you? When are you gonna come to my house? And I'm like, I, I'm not. <laughs> this is adorable that you're inviting me over, but like it probably is never gonna happen. My son used to invite my boss at work over for dinner all the time. Like? Like, just regularly. He was like, um, so, are you going to come to my house now? And, like, my old boss was like, no. And then the other, I had two bosses. One, um, he just loved. And then when he left, Sage started really, really liking this other boss I have. And she, he had someone who worked there who worked with him years ago sure so she for some reason there's some sort of inside joke where she calls him kitten and he's like very tall like 50 i think he's 50 year old like spanish guy sure and i love him he's like the sweetest person but he's like not he's kitten he's not kitten okay (laughs) you he doesn't look like a kitten (laughs) um so it's so off like, it doesn't make sense. Yeah. Stage heard this, so now he calls him Kitten all the time. So he'd run into the store and be like, Kitten! And customers would be so confused. That's awesome, though. It was it was weird. But he, he would try to get him to come over at the house. And, like, at one point he, like, hand-fed him goldfish. And, like, my boss is sitting there, like, allowing Sage to hand-feed him goldfish. And I was like, you know, you don't have to do that, right? And he was like, it's fine. That's awesome. Um, I actually... So he didn't talk, like, pretty much at all until he was, like, two and a half. Okay. Um, but he didn't qualify for a lot of things because he could make animal noises. And animal noises count as words as far as the doctors are concerned. Okay. So he would try to communicate, but it would he would just he'd just be making animal noises, and I'm like I, I don't know. <laughs> but he would start he started doing this thing where he'd pretend to be those animals, and like oh. if he 
if he was feeling like listening, he'd be a baby chom. I don't know what that is. But it would just go like this, and it wouldn't talk. But it was really good at listening. So, so, what you wanted so it for to listeners, what what the, this was was, I don't, moving like your arms, like you're swimming, but you're sitting basically. Yes. Yes. Uh, like it, like if you were to yeah, if you were to explain swimming to somebody by, by just using your arms, <laughs> and, and not do it particularly well. Because, like, you don't swim like... Like a dog paddle, I like, guess. Yeah, like a zombie doing a dog paddle. That's yeah. That's what it reminds me of. That's what a baby chottle or... That's what it was? A baby chom. Chom. That's what the baby chom did. And then if he was going to be... If he was going to do something bad, he'd be a rooster. For some reason, roosters were, like, really <laughs> naughty. <laughs> you know. Um, so I got this idea that I was, like... What if... Like, what would happen if he actually turned into these animals when this happened? So I wrote that as a story. I actually got it published. Oh, my God. It's called Raising a Shapeshifter. Um, because I was like... Like, can you imagine how unfortunate that would be if you had a child who, like, was a shapeshifter? That would be so difficult. What's the... What's the movie about, like... You wake up a different person every day. Cause that that's what I imagine this becoming. Like this is just like a way precursor to that. I don't know. I know what you're talking about. It came out semi recently. Yeah, it did. I didn't watch it though. I didn't see it either, but like that the, this Because it was like a romance, right? I don't even remember. Pretty sure it was like a romance. Like it was like a teen romance, but like they woke up what? a different person every day, but like that person the other person who was in love with like the soul had to like find them in the different That bodies. sounds right. And then there was a different movie that was basically the same thing, but they were dogs. Oh really? Yeah, I think the dog one came first actually. Like I don't think they have anything to do with each other, but there <laughs> there is a movie, I think it's an, I think it's animated, where it's a dog and every day he's a different dog. Hmm. And I think he's trying to find his owner. And I want to say Josh Gads might voice the dog. Hmm. But that I could be wrong about. <laughs> but yeah, like, there's there a movie about humans and dogs that has the same idea. Vaguely. But yeah, but I... I raising a shape. Did you did you read the Animorph books as a kid? No, I actually didn't. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. That, doesn't, that wouldn't surprise me. That might be, like, a thing. Because, like, I was... I read all of them, but I was, like, the end of the that well no i had like friends who would read them okay okay. they were around yeah they were around in my like school library they had like three different set or four different sections that like different groups would go to there was like the goosebumps section there was the magic tree house i loved those as a little kid those were mine yeah (laughs) then there was the babysitter's club i never read any of those um and then there was the Animorphs books. I, I loved Animorphs and Magic Treehouse a lot. And that was like, depending on what social group you were in, it was like what books you read. <laughs> that's that's funny, yeah. No, but I really liked Magic Treehouse. Actually, Same. we I started we started doing chapter books at bedtime with Sage, so we just read the first Magic Treehouse book. And honestly, not impressed as an adult. <laughs> it was really short. Not much happened. Mm-hmm. They met some dinosaurs. And that was it. That's the major plot of that, yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I will say, with all sincerity, as an adult, I have bought Magic Treehouse number 17, Tonight on the Titanic. 
On a scale of 1 to 10, it holds up at about a 6, I'd say. Um, I question if Mary Pope Osborne is still writing these books, or if it's just a factory. I dropped out of reading... I stopped subscribing to that zeitgeist <laughs> when, uh, like, whatever the first one that was hardcover was, that was the last one I read as a kid. I think it was it was the one where they meet Santa, I think. Oh, was it? I think. I feel like there That's was where I stopped. one that was hardcover. Well, like, at a certain point, they were all hardcover then. Yeah. I think the Santa one was the last one I did, so book like 32 or something. Wow. You made it pretty far. I did. I didn't read them in order. That was my problem. I didn't either, <laughs> but like, I, I, but whenever a new one came out, I would like, because I was, I don't know, eight or something, six, I don't have any idea. Go out of my way to like, get the new one. Like, yeah. book trailer would come, like, oh shit, like. <laughs> Gotta get my Magic Treehouse book. Yeah, they were like four bucks too, they weren't expensive. I know, I miss bookstores. Like, book uh, book fairs, that's what they're called. I miss those, because, like, you can go to them now. Like, my sister is still in high school, and, like, Sage is in preschool. But, there's, like, everything's so expensive now. They are. And I'm like, why? Like, it's, it's crazy. And, like... I don't know. I always... I get most of my books from thrift books. I don't know if you've ever heard of thrift books. Yeah, like, I bought a bunch of textbooks through them, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. But you can get, like, so many books for, like, such, like, nothing. And it's, like, $10 gets... If you spend more than $10, you get free shipping. Oh. Which is awesome. I... <laughs> my, my co-host just called, which confused me. Oh. I said, hello. I texted him, and he goes... Time has no meaning. Are you recording? <laughs> yes. Yes, we are. Tell me, say happy birthday. Happy birthday. From your friends here. At. I like how you said from your friends, even though I've never met him. <laughs> oh, so Ben's gonna call in. I don't know how well this is gonna work. Okay. But we're going to hope. Hello? Hey! Hey. So it worked out. I, I don't... Is it going to pick you up very well? It might. I don't know. We've never done a call-in before. This feels weird. <laughs> so, so, so Ben, this is Tori. Tori, Ben. I'm Hi, still ben. Max. Hey. Happy birthday. Thank you. Um, I was going to ask if you went out Wednesday. Um, I did. because I didn't... Okay, cool, cool. I did, and uh, it was weird. Was it? Yeah. Like, so, I went to... Probably doesn't matter. I, I, I went to a, a different person's birthday party beforehand, and then I went oh. to then I went to Fody's, and it was, like... Probably the most, like, intimate group of people I've ever... Like, just crowd-wise, it was tiny. But yeah. But, yeah, it was it was a good night. Like, I, I did a pretty good, probably a little bit too tipsy of a set um that was almost entirely requests from alex which was cool nice yeah colin did like almost a set of uh, almost entirely music that he's never played before yeah it was good wow yeah it was a good night um yeah i felt that because i i literally was like i felt very lightheaded and then i uh took a nap around i think it was like seven o'clock 
Yeah. And it just led to me basically sleeping the whole night. Um, yeah. <laughs> felt great the next day. What? I was saying I felt great the next day. There you go. I uh, I was very. I'm yeah. still tired from that day. Um, yeah. <laughs> I do have a gift for you. It is in my back seat. Uh, okay. When we hang out, uh, I'll say on the show what it is because this will air logically after I've given it to Ben, and he doesn't edit these. Ah. <laughs> I do. There you go. And I, um, I'm busy, so I haven't gotten around to it. Um, I was halfway through editing episode 49, and uh, did that thing where it was like, you didn't actually edit anything. We're just going to not say that you edited anything on my computer. Yeah. Anyway. So all the data is there, but I have to like re-put it in order, which is annoying. So maybe tonight oh, okay. I will do that. Uh, um. I am working um, from the moment this yeah, ep- this thing ends until late, late. <laughs> Damn. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, Eddie's having a, a birthday party event at his place oh. starting around 6. Um, I shan't be there. No, nah, I mean, I, I'm not going to stay there for, for long, um, but I'll let you know I'll, I'll be in April. Um, cool. What do you so doing? what's the topic? What do you... Uh, we were talking about how I'm pretty sure I got up to number 32 in the Magic Treehouse book series um, uh-huh. as a 24-year-old, not not then. Like, I'm, I'm catching up now, no. <laughs> I got in late, and uh, I'm going to start Hardy Boys next. Oh, cool. <laughs> nice. That's what we're talking about. <laughs> if this was somehow, like, a live thing, you should just post, like, the, the topic at the time and be like, call it right now. Colin right now. <laughs> I, I, yeah. Well, we gotta figure yeah. that out. We'll talk about Jack and Annie in their misadventures. With, with <laughs> I don't remember the character. Basically Gandalf. Yep. Do not, what, what the hell was her name? Um, I don't know. Galinda or something? It was something weird like that. Yeah. And then I, I talked about to recap for Ben, you know, as an adult, I bought Magic Treehouse number 17, Tonight on the Titanic, and it, it holds up about a 6 out of 10 as an adult. Uh, oh, okay. I would say 3 of that 6 is nostalgia points, but, yeah, I did a book report on that one in, like, third grade. Did you really? I did. I did. I also did book reports on the first one, and then whatever the one is where they go to Hawaii. Oh, that's the uh, the second Brady Bunch. <laughs> right. Uh-huh. Yeah, so two, number two. Brady Bunch two, the return. <laughs> For some reason, oh, my I've heard that the second one is better than the first one from multiple different people. Oh. Which seems weird to me. <laughs> I mean, like that's what they say about Toy Story. A lot of people will argue that Toy Story two is the better Toy Story. What was the last one that came out? Is that the third one? Yeah. That one was really sad and yeah. it made me cry in theaters. And wow. I was really embarrassed. I didn't cry in theaters, but like I got choked up. Well, so here's the thing. I have like a traumatic experience as a child. Where you almost got incinerated? No. So my, I had a sleepover at my friend's house and I had a plastic bag that had all my stuff in it. 
And then, she got incinerated. She didn't get incinerated, no. But I had this little stuffed animal. Uh, his name was Shu. Oh. It was a cat. And my mom ended up accidentally throwing away my bag of stuff with Shu in it instead of the bag of trash in her car. And I, like, panicked in the middle of the night because I was, like, I couldn't find him. And I asked her, I was, like, I found this bag of trash in your car. Like, did you accidentally throw my bag away? And she was, like, no, absolutely not. Go to bed. Because it was, like, 10 o'clock at night at this point. And I was, like, should have gone to bed. Um, And then the next morning she realized that she did do that. But the trash had already been taken. So we went to, like, the place like the dump and we like asked them about it and they were like yeah no like everything's been incinerated <laughs> like ah! so like, it was it was very sad <laughs> oh man that's horrible <laughs> my mom still talks about it and how i don't i don't figure her for it <laughs> like honestly though ma like i totally wow. asked if this happened <laughs> and you said nah Yep. Yeah, so I can imagine crying during Toy Story because that's uh. <laughs> yeah, that's like exactly what happened. I was like, this is what Shu went through, except no one saved him. He's just dead. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. oh God, damn it! <laughs> yeah. I, I, uh, I wanted to call in, make sure. Glad you did. Doing well. Yeah. I didn't. I honestly, I forgot what time it was. I was like, oh, damn it. <laughs> I thought you were at brunch bar. We're going to be heading out soon. Oh, you haven't even gone yet? He could have totally come here. Yeah. No! <laughs> no, we're going to be heading out soon. Alright. Um, and then there will be office shenanigans. Right. So I'm very excited. Oh, well, you missed the point in the show where the, our guest brought up the office. I did. <laughs> oh, wait, I missed the point. Oh, they said, like, this is the point where. No, you missed it. It already happened. Oh, we talked about how, how Pam so. Pam at one point just bluffs her way into a job. And then I had the argument that she kind of does twice, sort of. But once for sure, yeah. Yeah. Tori brought it up. I did. Tori, out, out, Tori bested me at office knowledge. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, so Tori, there's a brunch. Uh, <laughs> if you come all the way to Boston... But no, they happen all the time. Honestly, there's like trivia nights every single night. That's cool. Yeah. You know, I have like, I have that the world's best boss mug. I have that. Good. In my house. Did you get that Spencer gift? So my sister got me like this whole box of like office stuff for Christmas. So I have that. I have a Dunder Mifflin mouse pad. I have a Shroot Buck. I have the poster with the babies playing jazz. Oh, oh my God! I've only seen that once ever. That's awesome. Yeah, it's really cool. Um, I have Pam's drawing of oh, cool. the building. Um, it's really cool. I haven't hung up the poster yet because I want. I don't want to like. I want to hang it up. I want to get like a lot of posters and I want to hang it up like in the middle of like something so people walk in. And they're like, oh, that's cool, and then they're like, wait, what? It's <laughs> awesome. Ben. Oh my god. Well, we still have him. Had his birthday party like three weeks ago and the theme was the point in the office where Dwight and Jim run the party planning committee and they can't <laughs> throw Kelly Kapoor a party it just is With it the, is your like, birthday brown streamers and the blue <laughs> yes that was the yeah. party that Ben had that's fantastic it is your birthday did you choose an hour of TV time or a nap oh my god 
I didn't think that far. <laughs> I, I I can't. No one did. I can't. Believe, no one said that the whole night. Yeah, during the party, they just break away. Well, what would have you chosen? What would I have chosen? Yeah. Uh, this is a good call in uh, question. That's uh, <laughs> why you're calling I'm in. Just, So, so yeah, so like you mean like a group nap, like if everybody at the party just nap together for an hour? No, no, give me time. Don't edit it. To make it say the other thing. Oh, group um, TV time. Oh, group TV time. That makes more sense. Yeah. I like the group nap idea. I did too. We both just immediately went to group nap. That's yeah. obviously what you meant. Group nap. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I don't, I don't know all those folks all that well enough to be comfortable napping with them, but for your birthday, I'd do it. That's how you bond. It's like the video they did where, what was it, you, they had people pooping in front of each other? I that think. wasn't real. Yes, it was, wasn't it? That was scripted. There's no way that was real. I don't care if it was scripted or not. It's the thing they filmed. That is very yeah. weird. It was, it was, yeah, it was very weird. The premise was, I like... I it was weird, but it wasn't, like, I don't know. It definitely wasn't real. I don't care if it was scripted or not, like... The idea was it was two strangers sitting in, in front of each other and they both poop. And like, whether or not they were actually strangers, whether or not it was scripted, I don't, they could have been best friends. Ben, I don't so want to see you poop. Weird. I do not want to sit in a room with you while you poop. Ever. I don't ever want to do that. I also don't want you to ever do that for me. Ever. Yeah, I do promise. Good. Yeah, yes. I, I wholeheartedly, I promise. I don't want that to happen. We uh, we dodged a, dodged a big one. Yeah. You know what? We did. I uh, I feel relieved. I feel confident. I'm. I'm sorry. He said big one. You said relieved. Yeah, I yeah, can't. yeah. I can't. <laughs> Begin to use the toilet, and then Ben will just appear. He'll come out of like the drain in the floor. Like like the genie out of my toad hat. And the dream. Yeah. Oh, I'm so excited. 
a callback to something before Ben phoned in that he doesn't understand. No. <laughs> and then um, <laughs> that'll be it. Yeah, that'll be creepy. That'd be t- so I went... It was when I went camping. We were driving back. So we were like... At this point, we were still like two hours away from home. And Ben appeared. No. And there was a gas station we stopped at. And I had to pee. So I went into the bathroom. And there's like this hatch door in the floor of the bathroom and I was like no like I'm not doing this right now because it wasn't locked or anything it was just a door and like I was like what if someone comes out of it (laughs) see this is where and I I I know that this is the case and and maybe this is kind of sexist and if so I'm sorry but like this is where like I know my male brain and your female brain work differently like your 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 instinct was what if somebody comes out? I can't pee here. My instinct is, I should go in that. <laughs> I was I, like, I was gonna say to you like, what was down there? And I was like, there's no way you know. There's no way you explored. <laughs> I didn't go in. But I absolutely would have would have like my first thought is, that's that's something I should I should check out. <laughs> I should go down there. Maybe that's why they specifically put the hatch in the woman's room because they were like they're not gonna come down here. Yeah, well, no, no woman is gonna go down this. But I I would have absolutely like. <laughs> At least a few steps. I would have peered around, put my flashlight on my phone. Like, absolutely. <coughs> no, it was, like, this religious <coughs> thing. But, like, I don't know. Even, like, at my work, um, I told you I was working at Haverhill. Right. And in Haverhill, I guess the managers clean the bathrooms. So I was, the past, like, three days, I was cleaning the bathrooms at a, at a restaurant. Sure. And the women's bathroom and the men's bathroom are so very different. And, like, it freaks me out to even be in the men's bathroom, so I have to, like, prop the door open. The first time I went in there, though, there were Twizzler wrappers all over the floor. I was like, is this, like, a thing? No. <laughs> like, who is eating Twizzlers while in the bathroom? No. And why? I would summarize men's rooms as, as you can count on graffiti and urine everywhere. And I would say one in every 20 have poop everywhere. Yeah, That's a I... men's room. I don't even know if Ben's still here. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm still here. Wow. But I gotta go. All right. You go. I'm sorry. There's no, there's no good way to, to break away from a podcast. <laughs> uh, but, uh, yeah. Uh, hi, Tori. And, hi. Hey, Max. And hi. Then, uh, I'll, see you, I'll see you soon. Yeah. Love you. Carefully. Right. Have a good brunch. Love you too. Bye. Bye. That was cute. He's, he's good, folks. I like how I've sort of met him, but I've never seen him, so I still don't know. <laughs> like, if I met him anywhere else, I would have no idea. Yeah, you wouldn't know. I know. Yeah. Uh, oh, and I bought, what I, I bought him um, Paper Against the Office, which is basically Cards Against Humanity, but it's all office puns. That's awesome. Yeah. That's really exciting. I'm very, I, I'm pretty stoked. <laughs> they had a thing a while ago where they were, like, looking for people to write Cards Against Humanity cards. I remember that. Um... I, I did it. I, they never called me back, but I just think, like, how cool of a job would that be? It would be a really cool job. What you'd have to do is just, like, I think it would probably get boring after, like, a year. Yeah. Like, a year. You'd just be like, what other crazy shit? <laughs> I feel like you kind of have to know, like, some pop culture stuff, too. Like, you do. Not. I feel like you know some. I know, like, I don't know recent pop pop culture stuff. Yeah. Is that. I, like, do not know. Like, uh, like I said, I've told you this before. I have a kid at my work 
who's like right. 18 who teaches me all the stuff that I'm supposed to know. <laughs> like, I know, I know who Post Malone is, and I had to explain that to someone else the other day. Wow. Yeah, and I was like... Look at you go. I know. I was like, I actually know this information. I, I probably shouldn't say this because I don't want this to become a thing, but I got a, a better tip at work recently because somebody pointed out that I look like Post Malone without tattoos. <laughs> and I don't think that's true at all. I don't think so. But but this woman very much thinks that that's true. And yeah. I think it's the beard. It's definitely the beard and the hair. And the hair too, but like... I think that Post Malone is not at all attractive. So you got, you're like, Aww. you got it. <laughs> he, he, he's, I don't get it. My cousin like thinks he's like, she's like, oh my God, he's so sexy. And I'm like, are you sure? Are you sure? <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I get that. <laughs> like I, I, I know people who, I, I watch people like oogle over and just like, I know we're talking about the same person, but you could easily convince me that we're not. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, no. I don't know. I feel like that's how it always is, though. There's, like, always that celebrity that you're like, I do not think they're attractive, but everyone else is like, oh, my God. Yeah. That's all you I... need. You just need to be famous, I guess. That's it. Yeah, that's, that's the key. Yep. I mean, like, to be fair, though, like, uh, my, like, maybe we gotta wrap up since this is one of the last things we say, but forever, my, like, way up here, like, celebrity that I find, like, just unbelievably attractive has been Julianne Moore. Okay. More and more as she ages, like, I, I find her attractive now. <laughs> more than, like, 20 years ago version of her, like, roughly 60-year-old Julianne Moore is, like, one of the most attractive people in the world to me. No idea why. I had... I don't know. I don't really have that many celebrity crushes now, but when I was a kid, I had, like, some weird crushes, like David Bowie in okay. the Labyrinth, specifically in the Labyrinth. That, I've heard that specifically before, um, actually. Like, Ja... Oh, my God. Oh, Ja... Yeah. I also um, had the, the hots for John. <laughs> the guy from Greece. John Travolta? John Travolta in Greece. And then Gaston from Beauty and the Beast. Okay, I can get Gaston. I, I, I don't get Travolta, but... Oh, and Steve from Blue's Clues. Obviously. <laughs> Hated Joe. Joe. Yeah. He took over for Steve. He did, because Steve was balding. Yeah. He went to college. That was the, that was the <laughs> that thing, was yeah. That's what they said. But he was, it was really because he was balding, and he yeah. didn't want to continue to bald. He's a musician now. He was the whole time. Yeah, but he's, like, a different kind of musician now. Yeah, it's weird, because he does, like, his, like, rock punk stuff, but he also has, like, recent kids' albums. Does he really? Most of his music is kids' music, and it, it's, it's really good kids' music. But okay. yeah, that's most of what his stuff... I don't know most, but, like... A lot of his stuff is kids' music. It's it's like rock and roll, but it's kids' music. There you go. Yeah. Steve, I do not know his last name, but his real name is Steve. It's... Yeah, his real name is Steve. He's like, he's bald now. He's got tattoos. I think he probably had tattoos then. Maybe. That's my guess, because he, he usually wore long shirts. Not always, though. Sometimes he wore short sleeves. It's true. But makeup is a thing. 
It would really substitute arms. That's true. You never thought of that. Yeah. They can't get arms, and they just made it look real. <laughs> Green screen technology. Maybe he doesn't even have arms. That's the that's what makes him such a good <laughs> musician. He's a great guitarist without arms. Yeah. It's crazy. <laughs> oh man. All these ideas for stories for us to write. Yeah. I won't write them, but <laughs> if anybody wants to write the version of Blues Clues where Steve doesn't have arms, but <laughs> no one's aware of that, I would very much like to read this. It's like a top secret thing he's gotta hide. Yeah. It's like how after Yara lied about having um, not Parkinson's. What did he have? He had um, polio. Oh, yes. Same deal. Like Steve from Blue's Clues lies to this day about just not having arms. (laughs) That would be so funny. I I would I would enjoy that a lot, and I think that's why people think I have a dark sense of humor. I enjoy (laughs) shit. concept of someone trying to hide that they don't have arms yes and doing it successfully like in the public (laughs) eye for years and years because he's been like a b grade c grade celebrity for like 20 years yeah i think he's probably a little lower now yeah but like he's been he's been some i I would say c grade still because like i think if you saw him most people would be able to identify him. That's true. They might not be able to tell you that he has music or anything he's done in the last <laughs> 10 years, but you'd be able to look at him and go, Steve! <laughs> like, I think most people, raging like age groups, diversities, anything, most people would ident- could identify him now. So that's why I'll say he's like a C-grade celebrity. I guess that's fair. He's been in the eye since, what, like 1996 or something? Yeah, I think that's when Blue's Launched, I think. Something like that. Eight, maybe it was 98? Somewhere in there. I think it was earlier. I think... Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. We could look it up. But to have gone that long, armless, <laughs> successfully, is 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 just tremendous to me. I hope, like, someday he hears this and he, like, comes out and he's like, all right, guys. His name is Steve Burns. That's it. Steve Burns. It came out in 1996. I was right, okay. <laughs> I hope he hears this and he's like, all right, guys, like, I've been out and I have no <laughs> <laughs> Like, he plays it and he feeds yeah. it in the best. <laughs> all right, guys, you got me. <laughs> I'm just a wild accusation. You're right. No arms here. <laughs> oh, God. I think that, that's where, I think that's how we should end this. All right. All right. Thanks for hanging out. This is for one hour parking. We'll see you next week. Greens, greens, potatoes, tomatoes, chicken, turkey, rat. You mean? Greens, greens, potatoes, tomatoes, lamb, rat.